Have you ever felt like you were moving so fast but standing still at the same time? I mean that feeling where you are forever making to-do lists, but when you look back, the things you really want to accomplish aren't getting checked off. There are moments when life is trying to tell you something, something that you need to do differently, something you need to acknowledge, or even something you need to let go of. But being busy often stops us from hearing what life is trying to teach us. I've seen this a lot in my work, and I believe there's a process you can use to quiet the noise, figure out what life is trying to tell you, and ultimately get the things done that really matter. On this episode, I'll walk you through this step-by-step process. Have you ever noticed that life has a weird way of making the most amazing people feel like they're not enough? You know, not smart enough or pretty enough? Well, this is your dose of couch time to deal with those very moments. I'm your host, Dr. Kerline Neely, licensed professional counselor. In each episode, I'll take you in session to talk all things mental health. And while I hope you love learning from the podcast, it's not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a mental health professional. Hello and welcome to Drop the BS Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Kerleen. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the show. I like to say that this show is your dose of couch time, not because you're broken, but because you're determined to keep your mental health on track. We check in on everything else. I mean, we check in on our cars, we check in on our house, in terms of our roof, whatever it is. But yet our mental health is usually something we wait until it is falling off the track before we get help. This is your dose. This is your reminder. Go get your couch time. I always have a link in the show notes to Psychology Today with a list of amazing counselors. Don't forget, get that couch time. So if you're ready, let's go in session. So guys, I wanted to do the show because of an experience that I have often in the work that I do. And this is a profound experience. Every time that I've had it, it moves me. And the experience is this. When I have been able to create space for someone to get still enough to hear their own voice, the message that life is trying to teach them, trying to tell them, I have seen people have revelations. I've seen people have epiphanies. I've seen, you know, people who maybe on the outside, they're big and strong. You would think they would never cry. But when space is created, all of a sudden I'll see, you know, that big, strong guy, tears start to roll down their face because the realization of what life is trying to teach them. So that is what I hope we do on today's show. I hope to take you through a process, a process that I use personally for real and a process that I hope is going to be just so helpful for you. So this is one of them shows that's all about you doing the work. The work is not skippable. This is about you diving in. I got to give Myra Shaw credit for that one. She's a really good girlfriend and she always says the work isn't skippable. And every time I say that, I feel like it resonates because it's so, so true. 
All right, so I have a little recipe for you, okay? In order for us to do this, it, you gotta have a few things in place. You know how when you're getting ready to bake a cake or do something, the recipe always calls for you to get everything out, make sure you have all your ingredients because you don't wanna be messing stuff up when you start cooking and you don't have the paprika, whatever you need. So here are the ingredients I need you to be prepared for in this show. And the first one is this. You need about an hour and a half of free time initially. There's gonna be kind of two portions of this, but I'd say about an hour and a half where you can focus on you. The second thing that you're gonna need is you're gonna need a place that you can take a walk. And I mean, literally a park, a neighborhood, somewhere that you can walk. I don't want you to run. I don't want you to skip. I want you to walk. So identify that place in your head. The next thing that you're gonna need to be able to do, you need to be able to, for this hour and a half, to let go of all devices. Yes, all devices. I'm talking about the phone. I'm talking about anything that is electronic. You are not allowed to have it for this process to really be able to solidify and take place. Then on the second half of this journey, you're gonna need a quiet place to process and something to write with. So are you with me? I want you to say, I'm with you, Dr. Curleen. Okay, you know what? I didn't hear you. I need you to say, I am with you, Dr. Curleen. All right, all right. I think I hear you. I think I hear you. So let's begin. I am going to first walk you through these steps. Once again, we are looking at doing a process that will help slow you down in a way that will help reveal maybe secretly what you've been needing to acknowledge and secretly also what life is trying to teach you. And the first one is this. I want you to go for a walk by yourself. No electronics, no phone, no earbuds, just the way you were born. Naked is the way you were born. I want you to do this walk for about 30 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes. Now during the walk, what I want you to do is to allow whatever thoughts to come and go. And what I mean is that don't go on the walk with an agenda like, oh my gosh, I'm on this walk. She wants me to think about X, Y, and Z. I don't. What I want you to do is just be present with whatever happens. If your mind goes to work, let it go. If it comes back to home and kids, let it go. Wherever it is, I want you to imagine that the thoughts are kind of like rising and falling. So a thought rises, it reaches up, it gets to the top of your brain, you're thinking about it, it slowly falls, and then another thought emerges. And so in this 30 minute walk, all you're gonna do is that. You're just going to allow the thoughts to come, allow them to go. You're doing nothing else. So after the walk is done, and you're back, maybe you're gonna get a glass of water, you know, wipe your little perspiration off, whatever it is. And then I want you to get in a quiet space. Literally, I don't care if you gotta go in your closet. I don't care if you gotta go in your pantry. Well, maybe not the pantry if you have kids, because if your kids are like me, they're gonna find you in there. But anyway, go somewhere where nobody can find you. And you need to have something to write with in that space. What I want you to focus on is this. It's this prompting question. 
And the prompting question, I need you to write this down. The prompting question is, in each area of your life, what do you feel? Do you feel a pull or do you feel a push? Do you feel a pull or do you feel a push? And I know you're probably thinking, Dr. Curleen, I don't know what a pull and a push is. Can you define it? Can you explain it? Hold on, hold on, I'm getting there. So when you feel a pull, a pull in your life is like a magnet. It is drawing you to something. It is just something that's almost happening naturally. You're not having to force it. It's just there. Now, it doesn't mean that the pull isn't difficult. It doesn't mean it isn't hard. It doesn't mean that it's not a pain in the rear end. But there is just this natural flow. It is pulling. You know how you put a magnet towards a fridge and it, there's no force. Before you know it, the magnet, you know, sucks onto that fridge. That is what I am referring to as a pull, okay? That's what I'm talking about. So you're going to start kind of reflecting and thinking about in each area of my life, and I'm going to name some areas in a minute, is life, what is happening? Do I feel a pull or do I feel a push? Now a push, let's talk about that. A push feels heavy, literally like you are kind of rolling a big boulder up a mountain. It feels hard. It's difficult. It is emotionally exhausting. It doesn't mean you can't get it done, but over time, it's just laborious. It's tiring. You feel a lack of joy. It sucks your energy. And even sometimes things that are a push you feel apathetic towards, you just feel like, I just don't want to do that shit. You know what I mean? So that's a push. So once again, I'm trying to get you to identify the difference between a pull and the difference between a push. Now on your piece of paper, because you're in your quiet space still, I want you to draw a line right down the middle of that paper. And on one side, I want you to put pull. And on the other side, I want you to put push. And so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go through several aspects of life. And I want you to get quiet and ask yourself, what do I feel about that part of my life? Is it a pull where it's a magnet? It's strong. There's a flow, maybe hard or difficult, but I'm, I like that. I'm enjoying it. Or is it a push? Is it hard, laborious? You're not getting anything out of it. You just feel like, why do I have to continue to do this? Okay, so you got your line. You got on the middle of the paper. You're sitting there. You're vibing with me. Okay, I'm imagining you a little sweaty, but you know, still looking cute and all of that. <laughs> so, okay, let's get started. So the first area I want you to think about a pull or a push in is when it comes to work, school, or your business depending on what stage of life you're in. I really want you to think about the things I'm doing at work or at school or in business. Do I feel like it is a pull? Do I feel like there's some enjoyment? Do I feel like I am drawn to this work, that I am enjoying it? It's hard sometimes. It's difficult. I have my hard days, but I am being pulled in that direction. And all I want you to write is either pull or push when it comes to the first one, which is going to be 
work or school and write it on either end, okay? So if you feel that it is a pull, you're gonna put it on the pull side of the paper. If it's a push, you're gonna put it on the push side of the paper. The next one is relationships. And I mean your intimate relationships, okay? I mean your man, your woman, your boo, whoever it is. When you think about engagement with this person, does it feel like a pull, like a magnet, like a natural flow that we are with each other, that it's still enjoyable, that you still get something from it? Or does it feel like a push? Does it feel like, I don't even want to see you. Please don't even think about touching me. I mean, just kind of like where you are coexisting, you're doing it because you need to do it because you got kids, because everything else. But boy, oh boy, it's a push. And if, as I am saying that, it is resonating with you, I want you to put push or pull in regards to relationships. And so I'm going down this list of different areas of your life. I do have to make a note though, that I'm not gonna hit every area of your life because I don't know every area of your life. However, what I'm trying to do is encapsulate a few you know, areas that most of us have. So if you need to add another area that you need to ask yourself, am I being pulled or pushed in? then please do that. But moving on down the list, the next one is this family. And I mean, you know, sister, brother, mother, your kids. When you think about the engagement with them, when you think about the flow of the energy between you and them, is this more of a pull? Is it more of a push? And so once again, you're gonna put that on either side of that paper. And that has to do with family. The next one is going to be health. And I mean your physical health. When you think about how you are doing, how you are taking care of yourself, your self-care, your workouts, whatever it is, you know, your pills, your medications, whatever it is, do you feel like there's a natural pull? Meaning that, hey, I'm in a nice groove. I'm doing my thing. I'm getting up, I'm working out, I take my little, you know, whatever it is I need to take, my vitamins or, you know, whatever it is. Or is it a push? Do you feel like I just can't get it right? No matter how I plan, I'm gonna get up at five in the morning, whatever it is, it feels like at the end of the day, I always have that left on my list that I just didn't get it done. So write that down in regards to your health. Okay, so moving on down the road, now we are at friends. And so I want you to do the same thing with friends. Evaluate, push or pull and put that in the place that it belongs. The next one I have on the list is going to be spirituality. You know, your connection to whatever you think is a higher power, however you wanna see it. Do you feel a pull in that direction? Or do you feel like it's hard, it's difficult, you're uncertain, you're unsure? Do you feel some sort of angst when it comes to your spiritual walk, whatever that looks like? And then the last push or pull on my list, on my hit list, is your mental health. When you think about anxiety, depression, self-worth, 
all of the things that tackle us, that come to get us, do you feel a good pull? Like I'm doing my work. I'm feeling okay. Got my good days, got my bad days, but I'm in a rhythm. There is a natural pull in the right direction or does it feel hard? Like you can't quite get it right. Like no matter how you try to make time for that couch time, it doesn't go down. So I'm going to review the list of items just so that you can have it all in one place. Once again, the question we were asking ourselves is, do I feel a pull or a push when it comes to certain areas of my life? We looked at work, school, or business, relationships, family, including kids, health, your friends, your spiritual walk, and your mental health. And as I noted, I probably am not capturing all of your areas. And in fact, you probably need to go a little bit deeper into some of these areas. Like there are some subcategories that you need to look at in these areas and ask yourself the same thing. Do I feel a push or do I feel a pull? Hey guys, I wanted to take a quick break from the show and let you know that if you own a small business and would love to give your employees access to counseling and wellness services like free financial or legal advice, but thought you couldn't afford it, well, throw that thought out the window. EAP services or employee assistant program services are way more affordable than you may think. And it just so happens that your favorite podcaster owns an EAP company. So check our show notes for a link and let's connect on how you can provide your employees with counseling, legal, financial services, all those wellness services so that they can show up and be the best version of themselves. Now back to the show. All right. So in the areas of your life, as you went through this exercise, that are the areas that are your pulls you know that those are your strengths. What I want you to do is just give space and acknowledge that these things are working, that what life is telling you is that keep going. These are the things that are uplifting you. These are the things that are giving you a sense of purpose. These are the things that are working, okay? So now I want you to look on the other side and I want you to look at your push areas. And so. The push areas are where life is trying to talk to you, okay? I need you to really look at those areas, okay? I know there sometimes is a tendency to want to run, and sometimes we run physically, and sometimes we run emotionally. But look at those areas. You know, for instance, when I did this exercise and I looked at one of the areas, I had an area around work, right? That I love work always feels to me like a pull. It's a natural gravitation. But once I began to break that down and I said, okay, but there's still something that feels like a pull about work. And what I realized was that there was an aspect of my business, an aspect of a service that people were calling on me for a lot that I just didn't like doing. And so because I wasn't still enough, I never realized that. And so I was engaging in this thing that just felt like a real push for me. 
And so I needed to do some work on that and determine what I needed to do about that. So in these areas, once you've identified what your push is, this is what I'm going to need from you. I need you to ask yourself another PQ or powerful question. And that question is this, what would make this feel more like a pull than a push? Okay. What would make this feel more like a pull than a push? The answer to that question is going to be the ticket to you getting realigned. It's going to be the ticket to you getting off the hamster wheel of making the list and not getting anything done. Because once you have more natural, I mean, just really natural pulls in your life, then everything gets easier. You know, think about something that typically may be really hard, but you enjoy it. You love it. Before you know it, it's done. It just kind of flows because you're like, man, I didn't even realize that, you know, I got all of this done because it is a pull, it is a magnet, it is natural. The areas that we push in are hard, laborious because we're going against the grain. So you're gonna ask yourself that question. What would make this feel more like a pull than a push? And then this is where you gotta do the work. I'm, I'm getting there, I'm getting to the good stuff, okay? You then have to decide what you're going to do. Many times when you identify an area that is definitely a push, you just need to make a mindset shift that you need to shift your mind, that how you are looking at it, the questions you are asking yourself about it, what you are saying about it is making it difficult. So when I did my exercise, I do this a lot, but I did it like several months ago. And what came up for me as a push at that time was my health because I was struggling with several different things. Docs were talking to me about, hey, you may have to get on meds and all kinds of stuff. And it was really an area I felt like a push. And I was asking myself, like, why is this happening to me? You know, oh my gosh, you know, I'm never going to have enough time. How am I going to figure out how to work out more? All of that. But when I began to ask myself a different question, change my mindset, and I said to myself, what would make this feel like more of a pull? What came up was, let's do stuff you really like doing. Like you love dancing. You think you can dance and shake that booty back there. So why don't you do Zumba for your workout? You know, so what started to come to me was that I could move health from being a push to a pull just by changing my mindset. Now, there are other times when you identify things that are a push and you just need to let them go. You need to delete, you need to exit, you need to divorce. Sorry to say it to somebody, okay? Uh, raise your hand out there. I know I'm talking to somebody that you need to move on. That what would make this feel better and less like it is just a push is that it doesn't need to be there. You know, going back to that example that I was giving about my business and that I most of my business always feels like this amazing pull, but I had this one little area. I had to determine, well, you know what? Maybe I need to delegate that to somebody else because that doesn't serve me. I don't light up. I don't do my best work when I'm doing that thing. So sometimes you need to let it go. 
Now, when you identify a push, another thing that you may need to do is you may need to ask for help. When we are in the busyness of our life, a lot of times it's because we haven't stopped to just say, what could I do better here? Who could I enlist to help me? You know, I see this a lot with moms, you know, they complain, oh, I'm so tired. All these things are happening, the dishes, the clothes, all of that. And, you know, look, I'm in the bag sometimes too. But then you, you look around and you're like, but you've got two grown kids upstairs. I mean, grown meaning they above the age of like 15. Why don't you delegate and have them wash the dishes on a certain night and free that up for yourself? So sometimes when things feel like a push, we need to get help. In a business, you may need to hire somebody. You know, in a relationship, you may need to elicit getting more help from the people around you to make everything run better. All right, so we're now talking about once you've identified the push, what do you do? I talked about changing mindset. I talked about sometimes you gotta let it go. I then talked about sometimes you have to ask for help. The next thing is this, sometimes you have to admit and address meaning that you have to admit that this is a problem, that this thing is not well, it's not going right. And I have been ignoring it. I've been shoving it under the rug and I need to just address it. What you recognize, you have an opportunity to do something with. And there's a lot of us that spend a whole lot of time in denial. There's a lot of us that don't wanna face what is in front of us. And sometimes if you just admit this is a problem, then you are able to face it and address it. And then the last thing that I think when you have a lot of pushes in your life, sometimes you just need to prioritize. Sometimes you need to stop and say, what's the one thing that I could do in this moment that would make everything else easier? That instead of me trying to do 500 things, why don't I focus on the one thing that if I executed it at a high level, everything else would become easier. And so I truly believe that if you practice this exercise and you may have to do it a couple of times, okay? That you will notice that you have way more pulls in your life and a lot less pushes. And so to help you along the journey, and I should have told you before, I'm gonna have a little PDF, a little downloadable, that has all of this on it. So that way you kind of have some prompting questions on there already. You have a little place to write. So go to the show notes, okay? If you listen to this whole thing and you're thinking I'm doing this tomorrow, before you do that, go to the show notes. There's gonna be a link. You're gonna send me a quick email and then I'm going to send you this document because I want you when you sit down to have everything there. I wanna make this as easy as possible. I want to make this a pull as opposed to being a push. So now let's do some in-session takeaways. For today's in-session takeaway, I want to read a poem. I found a poem by Charlotte Beck, and I just thought it really summed up so much of what this episode was about. So just listen to this for a little bit. It says, Life always gives us exactly the teacher we need at every moment. This includes every mosquito, every misfortune, every red light, every traffic jam, every obnoxious supervisor, 
every illness, every loss, every moment of joy or depression, every addiction, every breath, every moment is the guru. Wow, that is amazing. And I think it really sums up life is always trying to teach us something. We just have to listen. So guys, as always, I hope that you totally enjoyed this. I hope you're thinking, man, I got this for free. Like what's up with this? And if you're feeling that, I need you to go to iTunes, okay? I've been asking you and I really need you to do it. Go to iTunes and like this podcast or even better, leave us a review. That is how iTunes and everybody else knows that we got good stuff, that this is not just fluff. I'm actually giving you tools and tips so that you can have a great, great, great time with your mental wellness and health. And to stay connected, head to Facebook. That's where I hang and kind of share a little bit more about myself and what's going on and, you know, just getting to know me a little bit because I definitely want to get to know you. So head on over to Facebook and put Drop the BS Podcast in the browser and we will connect. Until next time, remember to drop the BS. Thank you for listening to Drop the BS Podcast. You can find show notes at dropthebspodcast.com. And I'd really love to stay connected to you. So head on over to Facebook and join our group. Put Drop the BS Podcast in the browser and let's hang out.